name everybody knows, that's Superman. And it's a question I've had since I was a kid, and it's essentially how does Superman fly? In the early, early comics, which I haven't read a lot of them, but I know the, the very first few just because I've read them on the internet, Superman doesn't start flying. He starts by jumping, and that's where you get the leaps tall buildings phrase, which is fine. So that's something he's learned how to do over time is fly. So it's something he's learned to control. It's something he's developed. It's a skill, let's say. Uh, we also know that his physiology is very similar to humans in that he's got two legs, two arms, and his external body seems similar. I did see a, a comic on the internet where he was about to have sex with Lois Lane and his penis had pincers, and she was shocked. It was a good comic. I'll link to that if I can find it. But basically, we could take that his internal systems are similar, of course. Uh, much more difficult to damage. He's much stronger. But it's never been said that he has two hearts or four stomachs or anything particularly unusual about him. He's just a humanoid. He is an alien, but basically he's similar to us. What I've always found interesting is that he has to have some form of propulsion. And the only reason I know that is because he can change speeds. He can fly, and then something exciting or dangerous happens, and he starts flying faster. So there's a push there, and it's not coming from his arms. He puts his arms out, and it seems more for stabilization purposes. And it's not like his legs. His legs seem to just trail behind him. He has also been seen to hover. And that, to me, was the clue as to what was going on. Because then he's clearly not using his arms. He's not using his legs because his legs... I've actually seen images of him sort of in a, almost a sitting position, uh, but his legs are not controlling, or his legs don't seem to be controlling uh, his, his stable position in the sky. Uh, so that means there is something pushing downwards to counteract gravity. The image that came to mind was sort of those jump jets where the engines push straight down and then the wings turn and then they fly off. We do know that one of his skills is what is referred to as super breath. So he can blow out air really, really strong for a long time at a very, very low temperature and freeze things. That would indicate that he has incredible control over the amount of oxygen that goes into his body. Um, which leads me to the conclusion that the way Superman flies is by blowing air out his sphincter and that would also account for the control speed he could clench and it would slow down and he could push harder it would go faster so when he's doing his super breath this is actually sort of a side issue he does it for a very long time and we know that his lungs don't have infinite capacity simply because they're contained within his body which means if he's blowing for an extended period he has to be taking that air from another source which makes me think that he's pulling air in through his butt and blowing it out his mouth the reverse could be true he's taking air in through his mouth and nose and blowing it out his anus and that is how superman could fly now no one in the comics has ever complained about a smell because that would lead to too many questions i think there are two possible reasons for this one there's the imminent threat of violence i mean you're not going to walk up to what is essentially a god on earth and tell him that when he flies around, it really stinks. But more logically, because it's not really a fart, it's not like stewed in his stomach, it's just air blowing through, it wouldn't really have any smell at all, or because of his alien physiology, it smells great. It could smell like mint. 
Superman flies by, and there's a nice minty aroma afterwards, which would be great. In one conversation, I even suggested that perhaps he farts ozone and is therefore repairing the ozone layer as he flies around. People have come up with counter-arguments, but they always start bringing in some pretty fantastic elements, whereas this is a very basic solution to the problem, and it takes into account his physiology as being similar to a human's, and does explain how he can modulate his speeds. If you have a counter-theory, please feel free to post it, and I'll ignore that. Um, Wolverine. So he's a mutant. And that's where he gets his healing abilities. And uh, we also know that in his forearms, there are sort of extra bones that can come out and act like claws. Later on, as part of a military experiment, they decided to cover his whole skeleton in adamantium. Which is cool, because now he has like silver blades that come out uh, the front of his hand. He was able to survive this process, uh, primarily because of his amazing healing ability. It leads me to one question which is why are his teeth not silver? Because if they covered his whole skeleton in adamantium, why would you stop at covering his teeth? So we're talking about his spine, his skull, his arms, his legs, all those bones. Uh, and it would seems like it would be more difficult to cover parts of his skull rather than the whole skull, which would include his teeth. So it seems to me that Wolverine should have silver teeth. And that's pretty much it. The Hulk's rapid expansion and contraction when he changes from Bruce Banner to the Hulk. And the first question is, when he goes from what seems to be an average-sized man to essentially a, a colossus of sorts, where does all that material come from? Now, I actually came up with an interesting answer for this because it actually, what I really want to talk about is the second part. But I have two ideas. One, it's a form of photosynthesis, which is why he's green, which ties that in together really nicely because it gives him a reason for being green as opposed to the fact that that was just a cheap ink. Or he just absorbs the water and material in the air around him. So he's just absorbing like oxygen and hydrogen and water and anything that's in the air to convert that rapidly into new material, which is what his body is composed of. Most of our body is composed of water anyways. So just taking water from the air and expanding your muscles and stuff would actually make a certain amount of sense. That's great. So I could actually accept either of those answers. I'm sure there's some other ones that would be great. But material just doesn't happen. It just doesn't exist out of nothing. That leads to a slightly more disturbing secondary question of where does all that material go after he shrinks down again? The process of him going from being the Hulk to Bruce Banner again takes only a matter of seconds. So that extra material has to be flushed out of his system really quickly. And that is sort of my first clue as to what should happen. Because to me, in my head, because it's probably water or something like water, amino acids and stuff, it's liquid. And we don't see him vomit, although I think that would actually be really appropriate. 
to me, it seems that when the Hulk shrinks down into Bruce Banner, he should almost instantaneously take a massive pee. Or, probably more realistically, he should take a massive liquid poop. Now, no one wants to see that. No one wants to draw that into a cartoon. And that's fine. But my thinking is that the matter has to be absorbed into his body. He becomes huge. And when he shrinks down, that matter has to be disposed of. And that's, again, it's something really gross that uh, one of the things that they don't want to add into a comic for kids. Now, one of my coworkers actually started discussing quantum states and the distance between atoms and how that we are made up of uh, mostly nothing, which is a fair claim. I didn't like it because it wasn't as funny as taking a poop. Uh, but I brought that as a question to a friend of mine who studied physics, and he brought up the issue of if that's how he expands and contracts, there are two issues. One is the massive instability it would create. And that would basically mean that he could be, when expanding, he'd just keep expanding and explode. It'd be like a nuclear bomb. That would be an interesting story because it could be if he gets too angry. So he gets angry and that sets off this process. If he gets too angry, it just keeps going and he gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I actually don't know if that's what happens. So does the level of anger change how much of a hulk he becomes it doesn't seem that way it seems he becomes just state a gets angry and then state b uh the more terrifying aspect of this is when he shrinks down he should generate a massive amount of heat and just burn the whole area around him because all that all that energy has to go somewhere because uh as he contracts that the problem occurs that that energy has to go somewhere so it's the same problem as i have earlier only i was using sort of physical matter if you do it with just energy, that energy still has to go somewhere. So, yeah, every time he shrinks down, just a massive burn hole around him, and anyone close to him dies. Kind of interesting, to be honest. Or, and this was the most interesting part to me, was that if he collapsed and just kept collapsing, he could actually become a singularity and develop into a black hole. Again, stability becomes a big issue when you start messing with uh, uh, quantum space. And again, my coworker said that... Uh, you know, he's a unique individual, but humans by nature change over time. And that's what my, my physicist friend said, uh, which means, yes, he was stable when it happened at first, but over time, his state would change, therefore making him more unstable, which, to be honest, is a great storyline. So if uh, Marvel wants to pick that up, you know, just I, all I want is a finder's fee. I don't really, I don't expect a huge payday for this. Um, but again, if you have any theories as to what happens when the Hulk particularly shrinks, that's the bit I'm more interested in, uh, I'd like to see it in the comments.